Dominic, wedding DJ. And this is Serena, wedding planner. And together we are the The Wedding Wedding Duo. Duo. We are here to talk all things weddings. Planning a wedding can be stressful, but we are here to help. So before you say, that's it, we're going to Vegas, don't go to Vegas. Let's have some fun. Join us as we answer your wedding questions and help navigate planning one of the biggest days of your life with The The Wedding Wedding Duo. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Wedding Duo podcast. We have a guest. We do have a guest, and I could not be more excited to have our guest on today. We've been working on this episode for a while. It's been in the pipeline, and so we're super excited to talk to Sarah today. It is. This is Sarah Margolis. She is the CEO of Honeymoon. Sarah, no H. Sarah, no H. Make sure there's no age. You get the age all the time, don't you? I do. Yes, I do. Awesome. Yes, of Honey Fund. So you may have heard of Honey Fund, but we are going to chat about this today because I think it is so crucial for our listeners to understand that this is available to you. So Sarah, give us a little introduction about yourself, how you started Honey Fund, like a little bit about the journey and then what it is exactly. Ready, go. All right. Let's see. So Honey Fund is a wedding registry that allows you to raise money towards your honeymoon as a wedding gift. And what's really cool about it is you can list all the fun experiences that you're going to have on your honeymoon. So your guests are shopping for like your sailing trip or your romantic meal on the beach or your room upgrade or your flight upgrade to first class or anything it is that you imagine doing on your honeymoon. And they can do that in addition to or instead of a store registry. The shopping experience is much the same as buying off of any registry. And in the end, what you have is the money to make your honeymoon happen. And that's Honey Fund's mission is to make the honeymoon happen for all couples. I was I was watching uh, a video of someone else that was had used it and they took a three-week trip to Europe. Uh, and it was they as they were, she was just scrolling through, like, and we did this, we did this. It was it was so similar to a, the old school registry because they were scrolling down and it said gelato in Venice, gift. Uh, gift, what is that? Gift acquired, gift paid for already. Oh, somebody had already checked that one. And there was a moped on the island. Oh I my gosh. To Greek, Greece. And then um, another one was, yeah, the flights or a dinner on the beach restaurant. And I'm like, yes. And it said available or gift purchased, I think, or whatever. But, but it was so great. Like if you're, if when I was in college and I had a sister get married, I could afford some spatulas. So I couldn't do much <laughs> for them. But then later in life, I could kick in more. And that's the same. Everybody's got that. They've got the people that, Oh, Uncle Charlie, he's rolling. And then my cousin, who's broke as hell, can't buy the spatulas. <laughs> but there's or buy something for everyone. Yeah, yeah, there's something so, for everyone. I mean, and I know our listeners right now are like, tell me the what's the website? I want to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So honeyfun.com or download the app in uh, Apple App Store or Google Play. The first thing you're going to do is just put in your names, your wedding date, you know, like you would on any wedding registry, save your account. And then you can start kind of exploring some of our starter registries. Where are you going? Let's say it's Italy. We have a whole laundry list of fun things to do in Italy that you can click and add to your registry with one lit with one click, or you can just create your own. I mean, it's totally customizable. We've had couples not just use it for honeymoons, home, but home down payments, home improvement projects, fertility treatments. I mean, the list is, you know, it's, it's totally customizable. So whatever it is that you need to start your life and your happily ever after together, you can register for on Honey Fund. And what you end up with is the cash in your hand to make that happen. 
Wow. So I guess the question is, are you a responsible person that wants to put it towards the house? Or are you like, <laughs> forget that. I'm taking the trip. Bahamas. Go, right? Like, uh, were, you, were, you a, were you like a travel person before? I mean, I know everybody, for you don't know, they were on Shark Tank. That's how this all got the kick to get going, right? But, um, which is very exciting. I know everyone knows what that is. But uh, had you traveled before? Or was it just like this was your first big trip on your honeymoon? Yeah. So when in 2005, when I was planning my own wedding, um, we had a dream to go on this big elaborate honeymoon to Fiji, but we didn't really have the funds to do that on top of paying for our own wedding, uh, in San Francisco, which is a little bit of a pricier wedding market. You can imagine. (laughs) It's not New York, but it is pricier. Um, so we, we had this idea, like what if our friends and family could just help us out with the honeymoon instead of more stuff, which we didn't need. We lived in a one bedroom flat in San Francisco. And so we just threw it out there. Like we made a wish list. We just made like a, like my ex who was my co-founder, he started um, out as an engineer and he just created like a website and just listed a bunch of stuff we were going to do. And like a little rudimentary way for people to say, yeah, I want to, I want to buy you that. And we, literally people were mailing us checks or bringing them to the wedding, but we raised $5,000 that way. And our friends and family raved about the idea. They were like, you guys, so many of us already live together. We already have all this stuff. Like, can can other couples do what you did? And that was, we were aspiring entrepreneurs. And yes, we love to travel. And then that's how Honey Fun was born. That's so funny. I mean, it's brilliant. It is brilliant because just as you alluded to, depending on where you're at in your life, you maybe, you don't need a toaster, right? And as a guest going, you know, into this process, I want to, you know, provide the couple with something that they really desire for their wedding, you know? So it's, it's ease of use on the couples and it's easy for your guests. It's just all around Um, brilliant. Excuse me. Every time I go to my sister's, I look to see that those spatulas are still in the drawer. (laughs) (laughs) Those are a classy gift. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. More than even the couple's raving about honey fun wedding guests are always raving about honey fun like if i had a nickel for every time someone told me like that was so cool i wish i had that when i got married i would be a bajillionaire <laughs> so yeah how lazy how lazy are we as guests i'm like i'm like oh i gotta buy it wrap it shop for right it, like, bring it, well, carry it. That, we talk about <laughs> can i instacart this <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> we talk about frequently now the weddings we do here locally um there aren't any gifts on the gift table. And Mm-mm. sometimes my couples like don't even have a gift table. They're like, we're having, you know, a virtual registry. So we're not going to get physical gifts. And it's, it's something like that, that, you know, makes us think, what is this generation like really into? And I think it's more of the experiences, right? Like they definitely want to invest in um, those trips or that time as maybe just the two of them before they have a family. Uh, so it's really important, I think, for a lot of couples these days. It is. And actually, we just did some research around this and we discovered that couples who take a honeymoon are more likely to be happily married after a decade of marriage. And this was something that, you know, I get goosebumps when I say that stuff because we knew that our work was important, but we didn't know that we were actually influencing future marital satisfaction. And so when you talk about investing in your honeymoon, you're, what you're investing in is the the relationship and your marriage. And you know, for for us to be able to play even a small part in that is just such an honor and so wonderful. And it just makes me feel like the work we're doing is so worthy. And it is. Well, I've I've uh, 
excited to, to have been traveled. I've traveled a lot. I've got 39 countries to my to my name. Wow. Yeah, some of that was military time. I was stationed in Europe, and that's when I got bit by the travel bug. But then it was just like, oh my gosh, I just want to see everything and do everything. And when I tell people about that, they were always like, oh, I can't, I don't have the time and I don't have the money. But when you get married, it's almost like society just says, here's your, here's your window of opportunity, right? Especially as a God, I wish more couples felt that way. I mean, that is your free pass to take a vacation. There's this expectation overseas, like, yeah, take your sabbatical, they call it, right? Americans, like, you get your behind back to work, right? And, but it's true. The honeymoon is like this one free pass, right? It's like the window is there. Jump and go somewhere. Yosemite's great, but go to Europe, go to New Zealand, go somewhere, go to Fiji, right? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it, it is, those experiences will stay with you. The spatulas too. I'm not, I mean, I'm still, I'm cleaning the spatulas, but those are how much you like your pancakes. <laughs> and I love that the, that the, the statistics back up the reinforcing your relationship, right? Yeah, no, it's true. So I've got more, more data for you um, around this. So couples who continue to travel together also have higher marital satisfaction. And one of the, one of my theories about this is that <laughs> uh, couples who have went on a honeymoon have experienced the bonding impact of time away together. They know that if they set the pressures of day-to-day life aside, they can come back together as a couple. And so couples who can lean on that tool as one of the toolkits in their marriage, I think are more likely to, to stay close and stay together. So yeah, I completely agree with you. I think travel is so important in a, in a relationship and it's your way, right? However you want to do it. Do you want to go to, you know, Yosemite or do you want to go down the road to your local city and, you know, have a staycation or whatever it is? It doesn't matter. It's just getting away from the day to day. Another fun fact is that when you said, you know, don't just go to Hawaii or something, go, you know, off to Europe. This year, Italy took over Hawaii as the number one honeymoon destination. Wow. Okay. Go ahead, Italy. Have you heard of this concept of revenge travel? Revenge travel. Mm-mm. Revenge travel. Like everybody's getting revenge on COVID by booking these amazing trips. Okay, and just I getting see out that. There, yes. Right? Yeah. Some with the Coliseum. You had to go with like battle in the Coliseum. <laughs> 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 We're seeing couples go farther, take longer trips, uh, go to more exotic places, places where, and Italy, I mean, come on, like, it's so romantic and you have the food and you have the wine and you have the people and you have this like beauty all around you. And I mean, that's, that's really reveling in the love that you have just sealed together in your wedding. So I just, I totally get it. And I'm so excited for our couples going to Italy this year. Italy is not, it's almost not fair because they have Rome and they've got the history of all that. They there. do. But they've got someone unique like Venice. They've got Florence. They've got the the coast coast what is it the cinca de cinque terra yeah that they've got the, i mean the food i mean come on the food it's all it's yeah not, they've got an un, they got a good deal right there they've got a good they got a good deal it's and incredible do you think too sarah that there's something to be said about learning from traveling together right like traveling because it puts different stressors on your relationship on your marriage than just your everyday wake up go to work come home make dinner you know there's definitely something to be said for these trips where maybe you're out of your comfort zone, but you're together, right? And you're figuring things out. I think that that's another factor that's great. Definitely. That's deep. It is. That's I good. see. Yeah. Where it I'm is. Here. And I think you need to take your partner on a travel test before you marry them for this exact this reason. This is a good, good, 
Good fact. Well, I always say, speaking of travel, as you travel through the wedding planning process, if your relationship can make it through that, True. That's another good test because <laughs> it's stressful. I'm so too. glad you brought that up. I always say that wedding planning is like a practice ground for marriage. You've got a big project. It's got a big budget. You've got a lot of opinions from lots of different people about how it should be done. You're going to have to make trade-offs. Trade-offs. Just learning together to make decisions about you can't do it all. So what are we going to choose? And are we both in alignment on those priorities? These are amazing like experiences to have and fortify your marriage. And I feel like too many couples get fall down the pitfall of, well, I'll just let my partner lead and, and make all the decisions and then we won't have conflict. But then you miss this entire wonderful practice ground for marriage. You do. I think That's there's listeners out there like, huh, maybe I should reconsider. But you know, it's, 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 it's just, such it's a, good a great, point. it's a great, Cause you know, relationships can be hard, right? We've always mentioned that all the time. They can be hard and they're not always going to be picture perfect, but when they are, I mean, your honeymoon is like one of those times where like, yeah, I mean, before the babies, before you get back to work, like just, I, I mean, that window is just jump. I would say it's a leap of faith, go do it because traveling's not, you can, you can stay in five-star hotels. But when I was traveling, I was staying in hostels, mm-hmm. carrying a little, like a little target bag with uh peanut butter and jelly and the People overseas are always amazed by American and their peanut butter. You actually put peanut butter on your bread. And I'm like, <laughs> you put you put yeast extract on your bread. So don't tell me about peanut butter. People eat peanuts. People don't eat yeast. So any English people out there. Wow, just, that was a tangent. Yeah. Vegemites know better, but Marmite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Never had it. No, it's true. <laughs> that was quite the noise. Oh, we're going to try it. We're trying it. I'm getting some. I'm going to find some. We're going to try it in our house. Oh, the kids. have you had it? You've surely had it, sir. I have in England, actually. So, I, what was your? I, I what it's not take? terrible. It's just like no? a salty spread, you know. It's yeah, salty. it's not bad. <laughs> Put lots of butter on it. You're good to go. Okay. Right, yeah. Where's your favorite place, real quick? Ooh. Okay. So, quick story. Two summers ago, I was in Europe um, with my boyfriend. We hadn't missed two summers of going to Europe because of COVID. And we finally got there in the summer of 2021. Uh, we, we flew, flew from San Francisco to Barcelona to Milan. We got, we rented a car with a stick shift. We drove from Milan up to Lake Como. It was like nail biting drive because it was a Sunday afternoon and all the Italians were coming home from the lake. The streets are literally like one lane in some places you have motorcycles coming down your lane to get around the long line of cars, you know, and I'm driving the stick and I'm exhausted. Anyway, we get to our resort. We check in. The woman takes us to to, to turn around uh, and walk out the front to give us a tour of the property. And I was totally overwhelmed by a view of Lake Como with the Swiss Alps reflecting off of it. I burst into tears. It was so beautiful. And obviously I was so, like, you know, it's exhausted yeah. and stressed yeah, up to and- that moment. <laughs> but that's just, it just shows you like the impact of like mother nature and, you know, another culture and, you know, just getting out of your day to day can just like shed everything in just a moment. And so for me, like Como has to be one of my favorite places because of that experience, just the beauty and the culture and the food and... Oh, I mean, it's so dreamy. 
highly you recommend. Were, you were inspiring in that story, honestly. And I think having those experiences, those are the types of stories you're going to tell, you know, your grandchildren and for years to come. And so if you do that together as a couple, it's just even more memories to build upon, you know, for the longevity of your relationship. Um, tell us a little bit. I Speaking wanna, of longevity of your relationship, Honey Fun does more. Well, I was going to say, yeah. like, so you guys have expanded this idea to not only the honeymoon, which is obviously the foundation, but what else now can be done through Honey Fund? Yeah. So Honey Fund, during COVID, we kind of had to take a hard, long look at our business model, our you know future plans and everything, because all the weddings and honeymoons were canceled. Our revenue dropped 90% overnight. Um, you know, we weren't, it was, we were coming into the biggest wedding year on record, right? 2020, it was March, which is like the end of the slow period for us financially. Obviously weddings are, you know, winter weddings are less than summer. And and we were like ready to just go out with a bang and just crush 2020. And we got smacked hard. And I know a lot of people did, but, um, so we had to kind of like, I looked myself in the mirror and I just said, is this the end of Honey Fund? You know, is it over? Like it's been however many years it had been, um, 14 we years. If, if it was the end of weddings, we thought the same thing. Yeah. We were like, uh, yeah. are, scary. We, are we done with group events? Like we didn't know. Oh, yeah. Nobody knew. And we were for a while. Um, and so we, we, like a lot of companies, we thought, how can we pivot to be of service right now? What is needed right now with COVID? And a lot of what was needed was couples were losing their jobs or, you know, one of the members or one of the members of the couple had to be at a very high stress and dangerous job like healthcare, while the other one had to stop working to be home with the kids who could not go to school. I mean, think about the impact on families of COVID. And, and what was in my heart was, there's got to be a way for us to help right now. And I started thinking about everything that couples face in marriage, not just at the stage of planning a wedding, but throughout the years of marriage with children and careers and everything and the responsibilities that they take on. And, um, and that was kind of where this idea of expanding honey from beyond the wedding into the marriage kind of came from that experience with COVID. And so we put it out there to our community as an idea for expanding the platform. We opened up an equity crowdfunding raise through Start Engine uh, with Kevin O'Leary's help, our Shark Tank investor. And our community and the Start Engine community and Kevin's community came out and funded us for $1.5 million to expand the platform into um, the lifelong events, the milestones and mishaps of marriage. <laughs> you there know, you there's go. like so much there. So we started, um, we started building and we've, to date, we've rolled out a brand new refreshed honey fun page with full wedding website capability. And then our next um, stage is to roll out these lifelong funding categories. So baby funds, anniversary funds, um, even hardships. You can just, you, your friends and family are already connected to you on your page. They've already had the experience of gifting there. They trust it. So nobody's going to have to run around creating a GoFundMe if the couple's already there and connected to everybody that they love, right? So uh, this is the future of Honey Fun, and we're so excited because our vision for our couples is happily ever after. And like you said, the honeymoon is obviously the foundation of that, but you know, there's so much more we can do for them with the platform we already have going into marriage. So we're really excited for the future. That is so great. You know, we've talked on multiple episodes and um, you know, on our social media platforms about the importance of a wedding website. 
for your wedding, for keeping all that information in one place, just for wedding planning, right? Um, because it's so useful. But can you imagine, guys? So I'm talking to our listeners. Like you now have a database of your guest list. You've got their, you know, emails, addresses. You can continue to add to it. And then as you go through life together, and as she mentioned, um, you go through these milestones: children, education, house purchase, whatever. Um, you can continue to communicate <laughs> with your friends and family in a way that's useful to them and to you. I just think it's really well. The baby phenomenal. shower is so comparable to the honeymoon style thing anyway i mean it's a registry you have a registry as well. i exactly. mean those are like two very wedding registry baby registry i mean why not just keep that site and just move on yeah exactly so it's it's been a ton of fun to to bring it to life to visual to vision it to you know start designing it and we're really excited to start rolling out some of those categories later this year yeah that so awesome. that what this means for you guys is obviously most of our listeners are in wedding planning mode right? So you're going to get your honey fund registry going, and then you're going to anticipate them rolling out all these new features because you'll already be on the site and be ready. Easy. You guys are so great. Can I hire you for my marketing team? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like we, we firmly like believe in supporting other businesses that align with our vision for what we talk to our couples about. And this is something that is just important, I think, to couples everywhere. Like, how do we have not only a successful event, but a successful marriage? And one of those things is planning this trip together, right? Like celebrating your union, not only with everyone on the dance floor, but then afterwards, like coming down off of that and saying, oh my gosh, like this is the beginning of our life together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't get really caught up in the wedding planning and and kind of almost forget to check in. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was like this for everyone, but I remember when we, we got there on our honeymoon, I remember kind of looking at him and being like, oh yeah, <laughs> like the two of us just together and no one else, like we haven't done that in a while, you know, like this is cool, you know? And I think it's so another reason why I think the honeymoon is super important. It's been my experience when you travel with somebody, like it's just such a unique time, right? Like, it's just like the two of you together experiencing this foreign land that's foreign to you and you're just the experiences are there uh it's just such a, a wild time i mean i can close my eyes and go back any trip new zealand is my favorite for all you kiwis out there listening because it is the culture the food that mm -hmm. i mean everything every day is like you you do something every day which i wish you could do this every day but it's just not just can't happen you do something every day that you're going to remember and that's just not every day that just doesn't happen every day you know you know what i love too about wait have you been to new zealand I actually stopped in Auckland on my honeymoon. We stopped for four nights and um, before we went to Fiji, and that was lovely. Like, I thought of it as a mini San Francisco. It's at a very similar latitude, and there's wine regions all around. And yeah, it was lovely. We're just, Put that on your on your bucket. I've only the seen. South I've only seen pictures, but I, I've heard it's. Gorgeous. We're going. We're going. <laughs> well, um, and sh a shout out to everyone there who's dealing with floods and craziness right now. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Something I wanted to mention too, Honey Fund is so different in the sense that like, since you have those options on the site to pick experiences for the couple, it's not just like raising money, right? Like they actually feel like they are gifting you something other than just here's, you know, a couple hundred dollars or whatever it is. Um, they are participating 
in your honeymoon. And I think that that's so exciting because then imagine this, you come back from the honeymoon, you're like, remember you bought me those tickets to that show in, you know, um, Italy or wherever you are. And it was phenomenal. And you can share that experience with whoever purchased it for you. I just think it's really great. Yeah. And the pictures too. And I'm really glad you brought up the etiquette of it because this is obviously what was a question early on, you know, are honey funds tacky? Is this etiquette approved? Especially when it was a new idea and the the store registry really owned the space for a very long time, about a hundred years in, in our um, culture. And before that, the primary gift across cultures and time was cash. And so we kind of got into this stage where capitalism took over the, the you know, where is that cash going to go, right? And now we're, we're seeing a rebellion against that and a freeing up of what's possible to put on a wedding registry. You know, the Emily Post Institute came out and approved honey funds in general in 2009. Um, we've developed the site with that in mind very much that, you know, when, when guests come and shop, it should feel like they're getting to choose something for you. You can use honey fund as just like a bucket, like put some money in this, in this box here. But we really recommend that couples think through their honeymoon experiences, bring them to life on the page, let guests shop from those experiences. And then, like you said, when they come back, they can bring pictures of what they did. They, you know, include them in the card. They can, you know, be texting photos as they're doing it while they're on their honeymoon. There's so many ways to wrap the gift back and the guest back together and, and live that experience together. And that's something you just can't do with a toaster, you know, like you're going to send someone a picture of your morning toast. Like, thanks for this wedding. You know, it's just not quite the same. (laughs) The other thing people do a lot of times is do They'll do a money dance at the wedding. And for those of you out there that are debating it, usually it's a family thing or a cultural thing. And if it is, of course you can do it, but people like the idea of like newsflash to everybody listening. It, weddings are expensive, <laughs> right? And your family and friends know that they plan on getting you a gift anyway. And there's people that, and we we always say like it's your day, you know, do whatever you want. And if there's something that speaks to you, then by all means, if the money dance is a family thing, then do it that way. But your guests, like I, sometimes I see the guests that would love to have kicked in a hundred bucks to your to your fund, but they've only got a twenty dollar bill on them. <laughs> Some people don't bring cash to the weddings and. Right. Then you've got a Venmo, but then they feel awkward going up and your grandma doesn't know how's the Venmo work. Like, no, it, it worked. You just have your phone and she's got her flip phone. Or I mean, you're like, wait, but if she'd have been at home, she could have done this and yes. she would have happily kicked in and it would have been easier for everybody. But so it's, it's almost like to your point, like you're, you're going to have, you're going to have guests that are like, oh my God, I would never in a million years. Like, okay, great. You're a small, loud percentage. But everybody else is like, oh, this was so easy. This was so fun. This was absolutely. so great. That is the resounding that majority. I, the majority. Uh, I guarantee you. And if your cousin rolls her eyes, don't invite her. She can stay home. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so much more secure too. I mean, we hear this a lot from Asian couples who would have a red envelope, you know, deluge at their wedding. And those sometimes get stolen. And so, you know, th- they really like Honey Fun because of the security factor of it. Also, you know, I've had people come up to me and say, can I give you some feedback about Honey Fun? I was sitting in the pew at this wedding trying to give the gift. And, it, you know, this page wasn't blah, blah, blah. And I was like, whoa, 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 hold up. Like you were in the pew at the wedding <laughs> just then giving your wedding gift. I was like, that's such a great story because it tells you like you can do it anytime, anywhere. You could literally slip into the back during the reception and like, you know, we actually have QR codes now that couples can print and put up at their wedding or put on the back of their registry cards so that it makes it easy for everybody and say absolutely this is so great sarah i mean i'm sure you've heard 
about how phenomenal your idea and you know your business is, but we are thrilled to share it with our listeners because they are going to be running to sign up. I guarantee you, because we get this question sometimes, like how, what do we do for our registry? Or like, can I do cash instead of, you know, and they don't really know how to approach it. You guys have thought of it all. So I'm just telling you guys out there, they thought of it all. It's helping your business. Just wait, now the wedding has a hold of. (laughs) Oh my God. You guys have way more of a captive wedding audience than Shark Tank. I'll tell you that. Not... Not to bash Shark Tank, love them to death. Absolutely love our business partnership with Kevin. But I'm really glad that you mentioned like what couples need right now because um, we've actually seen this big increase in the number of couples who are adding the cost of the wedding itself to their honey fund. So like, whoa, like let's go into that territory a little bit. Um, you know, officiants cost money, photography costs money, videography costs money, open bar costs money. And especially during COVID, we kind of felt like in order for couples to be able to make this wedding happen with all the other constraints and pressures, they were going to probably need some financial help. So we have couples right at sign up, just adding wedding related items right to their honey fund. And, you know, something like 15% of new signups are using that feature. And so, you know, to the, to the extent that there's any question around, is it tacky to do that? It, it really kind of depends on how you do it. Um, if you if you start your honey fund with some items for the wedding and share that with the friends and family that would already be pitching in, I think that's really a great way to leverage it, to organize people, to let them choose what feels right to them, to avoid a lot of awkward conversations, <laughs> asking for money for the wedding. Um, and so we've seen couples have a lot of success with that. And then you can start tacking all your honeymoon stuff and you know start publishing it to the wider guest list for as a wedding registry. I mean, yeah, if there's people like us out there in the world that are like, yeah, here, we'll do with it whatever. Here's, it's a gift. Do with it whatever you want. Right. We want Pay to, for the DJ. yeah, we want to give <laughs> them, we want to give our friends or family what is most useful or what they desire for their event. That's, yeah, you know, I mentioned that at the beginning. Like that, I think, is where most of your guests' heart is when yeah. it comes to this stuff, right? Um, they're going to see this as, a way to give you what you're needing for the event and what you're wanting for your relationship in the future um, more than, oh my gosh, why is she asking for that? You know, I, I just see it definitely on that side of the coin. Your much cousin more. can be like, you need the shafari chairs. Oh my God, you're not going to have this. Maybe she'll pay for the shafari, shafari yeah. chairs. You can kick in then if you want to pay for the shafari yeah, chair. Yeah, exactly. And that's great too. You know, everybody has an opinion, right? So we actually created a whole blog post of like comebacks to people's opinions about your wedding. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's the greatest. That's awesome. We got to put it in the show notes. Yes. So let's say your friend is all about these chairs. You could be like, you know, we've had to really work hard to prioritize where our money's going to go for our wedding, and those didn't make the cut. But you know, if you want to contribute and make them happen, here's a link to our honey fund. <laughs> I love that idea. Hey, I'm no, adding that to the post. I know. I Add it you. to the post, Cassidy. Did you hear that? <laughs> we'll get you the link. Oh That's my gosh. Well, because these couples stress over these things, right? A lot of times it's the first time in their life, um, you know, if they're a younger couple, especially where they've had to, you know, take a stand maybe together, or maybe sometimes just the bride, right? Um, For something that is important to them or that they can't afford, like have those difficult decisions with people they're close or conversations with people they're close to. Um, So reading that blog would be super helpful. You're like, I've got an answer for that girl, right? I mean, boundary, marital boundaries are super important. And we, we all know like 
part of keeping love alive and keeping the couple bonded is for them to be on the same page about how much they're going to let the influences of friends and family into their decision-making, right? And again, this is how wedding planning is such great practice ground for these marital skills. And so, yeah, so we, I hope that blog post is helpful to some couples because it can be really hard. You want to make a good impression on your mother-in-law, for example, and she's got really strong opinions about how many people should be invited or where it should be or which town it should be in or who knows what, right? And you don't want to start off a relationship with her by shutting her down. But at the same time, I think setting a really clear um, you know, boundary for the couple to say, we're making this decision together and we're asking our friends and family to support us that's really healthy. And that's going to set you up for success long down the line when she's got opinions about your baby or your house or whatever else it is. Right. The baby is a big one. We all have somebody in the, and and some people just don't have that confrontation, that confrontational gene in them. Right. It's just hard. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're very agreeable. People pleasers. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to make people happy, which is great. That's a great trait to go through life, but it's such a unique day. It's like a huge day in one's life. And it's so personal. Like I, it drives me crazy when somebody gets talked into or talked out of something. And that's why we always end the podcast that way. Cause it is, it's like, it's your day. It's, if ever there was a day that you can say, this is about us. Right. That's the one, right? That should Goodness. be it. That should be it. So Sarah, I want to make sure we have shared everything we've wanted to share. Is there anything else? No, let's not end. Let's talk more. I know. I want to keep, keep going. Do you guys <laughs> have more time? <laughs> First of all, I just want to thank you both for what you do and for the the joy and enthusiasm you bring to your podcast and to your audience. Like it's so genuine. I like I can tell that you guys really love and care about your audience and you want them to know um, you know, all there is to know to make their day successful and to make it work for them and their personalities and their uniqueness. And Honey Fun very much shares those values. Like we we serve couples who traditionally aren't seen by the wedding industry, couples who are doing it their own way, couples who are, um, you know, having Star Wars themes, themed weddings or Game of Thrones themed weddings or, you know, pop-up weddings or elopements, like things that, you know, they're really choosing to do it their own way. And we just want to applaud that, you know, authenticity. Like to me, that's your wedding is 100% an authentic expression of not just your two individual personalities, but what that forms together as a couple, right? And so, um, you know, we've we've really invested in our th- new themes for the wedding website and Honey Fun page, like uh, Refresh, so that couples can really feel like they can express themselves. We've got, you know, tons of like, you know, Halloween sort of Day of the Dead type themes because a lot of our couples really are, you know, highly affiliated with Halloween and dress up in costumes and Comic-Con and things like that. We've got themes around... Um, uh, we've got themes around like Star Wars, kind of, you know, all the Star Trek, all the kind of like to the moon kind of concepts, um, a lot of Starry Night stuff. Um, and so, yeah, it's just really fun. And, you know, we've also got a lot of themes from around the world. We've done a lot with Mexico and South America and Africa to help couples who are who have heritage from those places to feel like the the colors and the fabrics and the textures of their culture can be represented on their page. So we're just, you know, really loving and doubling down on like helping couples feel seen. You know, and that's such a phenomenal way to kind of, we talked in one of our previous episodes about like your wedding brand, like almost you have like, like branding your wedding through like colors, culture. And so this is just kind of an extension of that, right? This, you know, your wedding website that you're talking about um, can also be in the same font and in the same colors and in the same, you know, have photos and all the, 
you can just think of it as an extension of your relationship. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Thank you for the kudos, by the way. We do take passion. We do take pride in. We have a lot of passion for what we do. I mean, we, I would say we attend parties for a living, so it's a pretty good gig, honestly. But, uh, but still, it's a big day and people, hopefully all of you out there that are vendors or you're looking for vendors, you find that passion in your vendors because yes. they should all be all invested in your day and the two of you and making sure it's memorable and perfect. It's and true. We, I mean, what a privilege to work in an industry that's about love. I, yes. It's great. He it? says that all the time because he, what do you say? Like he'll see the florist, right? Like at the event and they'll be like, he'll be like, oh, I'm just, are you done for the day? Are you done go, for oh, the day? No, I got to go do a funeral after this. And I'm like, oh, wow. It's that's a very a different industry, right? Like, coaster. Yeah. yeah, I can't handle it. We, for the most part, are part of these happy, loving, joyous moments for people. And we, we value that. And, um, it, yeah. And even if there's you do family, too, Sarah, I can tell. Even if there's family drama, people usually check that at the door and they focus on that evening or that day about the couple and the love. And you can be, you can get your drama on the way out. Start it again. I started again tomorrow. Yeah, but the world needs more love, and we need more people working to amplify it. And and so it's just so wonderful for me to meet people like you that are all about that too. Ray, thank you so much, Sarah. Well, we are so excited to have shared this talk with all of our listeners. Be sure to check out the notes, the show notes. They're going to have links to Honey Fund and to uh, the blog post Sarah mentioned. And then, of course, we're going to share on all our social media channels about this episode. So make sure you get signed up wherever you find this episode, right? Um, thank you, Sarah. Them. They can find us them through us as well, right? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. The links. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you, Sarah. It has been such a pleasure and an honor to meet you, honestly, because we really believe in what you've done and fellow entrepreneurs, go team. Yeah, Go Go team. Thanks, you guys, very much. Go get your fee-free honey fund, guys. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So we're going to end the podcast the way we always do, honey, right? Like I said earlier, it is your day. Put the blinders on. Look at your fiance. Don't let somebody talk you into something you don't want to do or talk you out of something you have your heart set on. It's your day. Just do you. Am I right, Sarah? Absolutely. Your (laughs) authenticity and your true unique love is what the world needs. So go make it happen. We always blow a kiss at the end. Care to join us as we blow a kiss? Ready? We're going to blow a kiss to everyone. On three. One, two, three. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, so thanks for listening to our podcast. If you found any of this information helpful and you know someone who may be engaged or is a maid of honor, maybe you could tell them and share it with a friend. Absolutely. So screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, on Facebook, and tag the wedding duo. We promise to share the love back. Also, if you are interested in more resources or the show notes, you can go to theweddingduo.co. We have one-on-one virtual sessions, a shop, all sorts of fun stuff. Check it out.